Stephanie Folahan. Today, we have the awesome pleasure of speaking with Miss Tear Butler, the fantastic mother of Courtney Lee, who plays for the Dallas Mavs. But before we step into that conversation, I would like to know, Stephanie, what's good? How was your week? My week was great. Um, I actually met all of my business milestones and financial goals for the year this good week, you. but it was met with like a lot of mom guilt and realization of the sacrifices I've had to make and things I'm missing. So it was kind of weird. I was really happy to hit them, but I didn't feel the way I thought I would. All right. Trying to balance that mom and entrepreneur life, right? Yeah. If that's a thing, if it can be done, (laughs) doesn't feel like it right now. We can do anything. Never forget that. As a woman, we can do anything. Well, my week, actually, alongside work and work and more work, I was stuck to my cell phone, to the TV, <laughs> in my hotel lobby, you name it. I had to know what was going on in the U.S. And finally, it is over. It's official. Yes, 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 yes. The U.S., they now have a new president and vice president. So that is... Their future is changing, which is a good thing, in my opinion. So I can't wait to see uh, what's going to unravel with that. Oh, absolutely. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm super excited that we've got a female vice president down there. Yeah. Yeah. She's making history as the first black female uh, vice president. So good for her. We'll have to see what happens. I'm curious what what Tier will think about that. So let's, let's bring her on and let's ask her. Here, thank you so much for coming on Courtside Moms today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and you know, these glasses, uh, these are my uh, one of my new glasses, and I'm trying to get used to them. So, can you see me? Because we, I don't know. we can see you floating on the bridge. Don't worry, you're good. <laughs> you look fabulous. <laughs> you you are you are no worries. Oh, okay. No worries. I can see you very well. Awesome. Clear. Very clear. I am so impressed with this technology. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Courtney. We want to know from the beginning up until today. That's right. So how did your baby get involved in basketball? Well, like I said before, he comes from a family of athletes. My dad played sports. And my brother plays sports, my sister, as well as myself. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one sister, one brother. I'm the middle child, of course. And my dad, I overheard one time that um, with his, you know, talking guy talk with his buddies, mm-hmm. said he wished that he had all sons because he loves sports so much. And he only had my brother, you know, to yes. play the basketball. I'm like, that's not true. Girls play uh, basketball and football and baseball. (laughs) So every time my brother got a trophy, I had to get a trophy. (laughs) Prove to him, and which I did, you know. And then my father told me when I got pregnant that all my kids were going to be boys and they're going to all play sports and all of that. 
So when they were little, you know, you buy the basketball, the football, the baseball, and you see which one, you know, they gravitate to. And which my kids, they did all of it, all the sports <laughs> and everything. So it was in his genes. <laughs> so at what age did Courtney gravitate to basketball? Oh, gosh, I want to say three years old, four. Mm-hmm. He started very young. And then he started playing like the youth league when he was about eight. Okay. But they had like the little pal clubs around the neighborhood that, you know, when they were real young that they can get into and right. everything. And then plus we played at home a lot because we had a basketball court. And oh, then okay. it just translated up the ladder from school, grade school, middle school, high school, college, now professional. Mm-hmm. So in high school, he went to Pike. And yeah. at that point, um, did you find that he was really in the element of the sport now? Like, did you well, see basketball you know, in his future then? You know, okay, it's like this with mom. <laughs> you know, you hear other people saying about, oh, your, your son is gifted. He's very athletic. Right. Which I, I, I agree and I understand. Mm-hmm. But I feel, well, they keep saying, well, he has a chance. You know, but me, I said, education first education first mm-hmm. if he's that mm-hmm. good if they want him they'll want him after he graduates from college that's right that's right and i couldn't see it because i said there's only 400 drop jobs in the nba and i'm like degree 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 yeah. you know but you know basketball of course second. of course and that was my model but i you know, I thought, you know, when, when Chris Thomas, one of the um, neighborhood kids, didn't get drafted, and I thought he was a very excellent player. You know, he played for Notre Dame. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't know about this. I'm like, just stay in school because he says, his sophomore year, I'm, I'm declaring the draft. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to stay in school and get a degree while this – you know, you have a scholarship, you know, this is, you know, my brain, you know, looking out for him. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, as a parent, so, we see what they don't see, right? They just want to play, right. but we see the reality of, well, hold on a right. second. I mean, it's nice to bounce a ball, but, you know, uh-huh, you uh-huh. need that education and, that comes with it. Yes. You know, because, you know, the struggle is real. You know, they don't see what the mom goes through because I was a single mom right. raising three sons and working two and three jobs. And, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. no, no, no. I had to keep my sons busy because I, I wasn't letting the streets take over my kids. Right. Ooh, no, 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 no. So I worked around their schedule. So glory to God. I Sometimes I sit back. How did I do it? God. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. God. You know, I'm I'm blessed. I can't say I'm lucky. I just say I'm blessed. And I'm very humble and I'm grateful because it's just so many of their friends are not here today. And I just like, wow. You know, it's so easy to go down. You have the right road of life and you have the wrong road of life. Right. And I try to instill in my boys, look, it's so easy to get in trouble. And it's so hard to get out of trouble. Your mother is not rich and it's going to cost a lot of money. (laughs) So when I tell you, do not ride four deep in a car because 
I, I bought all my kids used cars. I said, as long as you get good grades, you know, I, I would love for you to be on the honor roll, but I don't want you to get no Fs or Ds. And when they t- turned 16, I got each and every one of my sons a car. Wow. And I said, if I see more than one passenger in that car, the keys are mine. And that's it. No ifs, ands, and buts. Because you're black. You're born with an X on your back. So, you know, I, you know, my parents, I had excellent parents. They were so old-timey, you know, and they didn't, they didn't tell you about the birds and the bees and, you know. So I said, when I had kids, I'm going to be straight up and up front. Because it's life. You had to prepare your kids for leaving you, you know. Right. And I just told them, you know, I hate to say this, but you're blind and you target it. You know, you may be a, a good basketball player, good football player or whatever. The police don't care who you are. And, you know, I always use Tiger Woods for an example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is quite the example. <laughs> So, you know, and I, and then we go to, you know, we went, you know, we go to church and I instilled and everything. And I just told them straight up, this is what it is. And when, you know, like if they, like Courtney, he rebelled his freshman year. That's when he was really smelling himself. So I um, received his service select form for the military. And back then the, um, I think it was the Saudi Arabia war was going on. And I told him I was going to send him into the army. I said, you want to be Billy Bad Butt? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to scare him straight. And he understood. Mama, no. Because some of those military men were coming back home and they were jerking and doing some of that. He did a 180. (laughs) 180. Well, you see, that's the job of a mom, right? Yes. (laughs) People remember the bad that you do. They never remember the good. And I told him that he turned everything around. Honey, he he graduated with the honor of excellent. When they called me and told me I have an invitation to come to the honors of excellent breakfast, I said, "Well, Michael, Brett, my older two sons." I said, "Well, they graduated already." Miss <laughs> <laughs> Paulette fell out of her chair. She said, "Our baby did it, Courtney." I said, "Oh Lord, sweet Jesus." <laughs> So is this high school you're talking about? Yeah, this is high school. It wow. was so funny because I couldn't believe it. I know he was bringing up all his grades. He was doing very well. And I was just couldn't believe the honor breakfast. I'm like, what? <laughs> Man, did we celebrate. Well, and listen, sometimes, like you said, you have to put that scare in them for them to realize that. Yes. You're going to come correct, or yeah, you will be in Right. Saudi I just didn't want to lose them to all of this nonsense <laughs> right. out in the streets right. and everything. Yeah. Well, so. that's good that he listens. I mean, and mm-hmm. so he obviously did well in high school. I mean, when you yes. play in high school, you have coaches that approach you, um, right. and scouts that approach you from mm-hmm. Division One or two or whatever school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, how are you approached now from various colleges? Like, okay. Uh, well, I've received. Tons and tons of letters, mm-hmm. phone calls, and I was getting very overwhelmed. Now, college was a little bit different. They were really crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but high school, I just had a little taste of it. <laughs> I had no 
idea what I was in store for, you know, at going in, you know, yeah. college and everything. But uh, I mean, the pros, but they called and everything. And I met with a lot, a lot of coaches. And at the time, you know, Courtney, like I said, that, that freshman year, it was really rough and everything, but he got it together and everything. So I interviewed with a lot of different coaches, but then it was like, um, Robert Vaden, he, Pike was loaded with talent, Indiana, mm-hmm. Indianapolis full of talent. Right. And, you know, and so, um, we went on all the college tours and everything. And I told my son, I'm like, look, you have to do the four years. I'm leaving this this decision up to you because at the end of the day, you are going to be at this school, not me. Right. So, you know, I gave him my opinion on the different schools and everything. And, and I let him, you know, choose, but he was so impressed with Western because my, my mom is from Bowling Green, Kentucky. So I have a whole of relatives down in Bowling Green and everything, but out of all the uh, places that we visit, you know, that Southern Charm really got them. And plus, they was building the new gym and Diddle Arena. <laughs> so that's <laughs> why you chose Western Art Kentucky? <laughs> you know, I think that had a whole lot to do with it, too. <laughs> Tier, was this, was college his first time away from home? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Did you read about him getting homesick? No. <laughs> no tell us. <laughs> to kill me oh yes you know the basketball team had to show up um that summer before school start to do summer school Mm -hmm. and he was just oh I can't wait I'm leaving home I'm going to do this and I'm going to have a ball he wasn't there three days (laughs) come get me And it wasn't nobody there but the uh, basketball and football team. And he really didn't know anyone. So I had to have my aunt and uncle go talk with him and take him out to dinner. (laughs) Uh, He was so homesick. The coach called. I don't think he's going to be able to do this. (laughs) Oh, yes, he is. He's not going to give up this scholarship. He said, can I come home and go to IUPUI? I'm like, no. I said, think about uh, Boris, he's from Africa. He hasn't seen his parents in years. You're going to be okay. <laughs> and I told him to pray. I told him to read Psalms 23. And and then my aunt and uncle would go take him out to dinner, breakfast, or whatever. And he was ready to come home. So after school, summer school on that Friday, he called. He said, Mom, do I take uh, 465 uh, North to get home? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'll my mom and I went to the grocery store and, went and had lunch. And by the time we made it home, my Courtney was parked in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> but once school started, oh, that was the end of him calling me all the time. So what was that mm-hmm. college experience like for him at Western uh, Kentucky? Oh, he loved it. If, getting past the, you know, the homesick, the summer school that first year. Mm-hmm. Danny Rump, his roommate. I know you guys read about yes. his roommate died when he was a that was such a tragic, but you know, he gravitated to Danny Rump. So he really looked up to Danny Rump and he showed him the ropes and 
you know, all about Kentucky and everything. So he didn't need mama no more. I got a phone call maybe once every blue moon. So that was a good sign, you know. So I had to call him and send his little care, as long as I'm sending the care packages and all of that, he was okay. <laughs> no need to call but, me. Yeah, really, he really, really, that freshman year, he was just breaking all kind of records. You know, he was fresh of the year. Uh, so many, I mean, he, I can't remember everything that he won, but he, he broke a lot of records. So he was, he was, he was happy then. (laughs) Let's talk about, he graduated. And then after that, he was in the draft. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. And he graduated on the Dean's list. Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) So, you know, congratulations, mom. I, I, I told him I was going to turn the cart. Well, I tried my best to do one. I couldn't do it. Cheerleader. <laughs> and I was like, oh, many moons ago, I was a cheerleader. And I'm like, I can't even do a cart with anymore. <laughs> but, you know, people don't know my struggles or what I went through. And I'm telling you, when I, the last son graduating college, I'm like, oh. <laughs> So good. So have all three of your sons graduated college? Yes. That's yes. impressive. Yes. impressive. Good for you. Yes. 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 Well, you know, um, I wanted to go to college, but like I said, I got pregnant at an early age and everything, and I disappointed a lot of folks, but, you know, I did what I had to do. You know, I put my kids first. I worked. I moved out when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And did what I had to do. So I instilled my life into my kids. And I, I pushed them right. to go, you know, farther in life. And I also told them, don't do the things that I did. You do not want to become a father at a young age. Go see the world. Enjoy your life. Yeah. And I had uh, my first child at 18 and I, I know exactly the, the struggle you're talking about. So he's 18 now. And I'm like, I'm telling you, there, you have all the time in the world to have kids. That's I don't right. regret having you, but not that way. Just hang right. on. I yeah. yeah, I was yeah. 15. Yes. Yeah, I was uh, 19. 15. Yeah. And then at 19 and 21, I, I was, I had my oldest son out of well. Um, I got married at 19. Mistake, mistake. I'm but you think you're doing the right thing at the time. Exactly. Yeah, you're thinking you know? that you're doing the right thing, but little do you find out, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> you find out life hits you, you know, yeah. reality and everything. You know, I don't regret it. I look at everything as um, learning, experience, right. you know, and everything. And I just instill my time with my um, kids. I was the mother and the father. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm, you know, my goal was to get my kids out of high school and college was a plus. You know, that was my goal. You know, well, no kids, no babies until they were ready, grown. Right. You know, I wanted, I wanted them to have babies when they were married. But, you know, things happen. <laughs> At least they were old in their 30s. Oh, okay. (laughs) On their own. So I'm happy because I think it was me forcing it. When am I going to have some grandkids? When is somebody married? (laughs) And I'm like, now, when am I going to be the mother of the groom? (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. And everything. So, 
So let's go back to 2008. Oh, <laughs> to your draft time. So, well, first, Courtney was working out for a bunch of teams during the draft mm-hmm. period. Um, was there mm-hmm. a team that you feel that he liked working out more over another? He was just tickled pink to meet some players and working out with them. He really didn't care. Yeah. You know, it's like he got chosen. He was just over the moon. He was just like a kid in the candy store. <laughs> he was just so happy. And I was just so proud of him. You know, here my baby growing up into a young man. Right. I'm like, wow. But, you know, I had a lot of issues when he went to college because I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Um, empty, you know, that is true. Emptiness syndrome is horrible, you know, because I was so used to doing for my kids, you know, I put myself on the back burner and when the kids grow up, you're like, well, doll, you know, everyone said, oh, you should be happy, but I'm not, I miss, you know, Right. but then here come the games in college and you having a ball, but yeah, but, um, he really enjoyed trying out for the different teams. He was on edge. He was nervous and everything. But then he was happy seeing all these players that he you know, saw yeah. on TV and everything. Let's so. talk about draft night. <laughs> I was so, so nervous. You know, the best. draft night. You know, I was at work. And I was uh, thinking of a menu, what I was planning to have, you know, at the house. Mm -hmm. So I got off from work early and I'm like, oh, Lord, do you think he's going to get drafted? I was asking my husband. Yes, he's going to get drafted. That's what my husband would say. I don't see why not. There's not 30 people better than Courtney (laughs) in this draft, you know. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's only 400 jobs, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course and, you know, little did I think, if I had really thought about it, because when I got home from work, every news station was in front of my house. Ooh. That should have been an indication that he was going to get drafted. Yeah. Because why would all of these news channels be at my house? Wow. Waiting on me to come home. You know? I thought that was weird. I'm like, what done happened? Somebody, <laughs> what? Did somebody break in my house and die? What? <laughs> Well, I don't still, think the news shows up for someone bricks in your house. What <laughs> is going on? I just wasn't thinking. That's yeah. how nervous I was. I, I got home and I started cooking the hot wings, making chili dogs, you know, all this, you know, getting everything ready for my, my mom, my aunt, my cousin, my sister, you know, the right. family coming over. Like I said before, the kids went to the hotel. They went to Hyatt. Okay. To the Hyatt Regency and everything. He was on pins and needles. I was on pins and needles. I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I just got to calm down. So I'm serving everybody. And everybody said, why don't you just sit down? I'm like, I can't. I had to keep busy. I was trying to get the news people to drink some champagne or some (laughs) water, anything. But I just had no idea. So the draft came on. And then you're hearing all the other people. And I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Do you think he's going to get drafted? I was even talking to the newsman. I'm like, do you think he's going to get drafted? <laughs> and they just smiled, wouldn't say nothing. They knew. They knew. Did you uh, tell the people at work, like when you're working all day, I can't even imagine how you'd focus knowing like what, this is a huge night. It was, I was doing my work. It was the other people making me more nervous talking <laughs> talking about it you know I'm blocking it out of my head if it happens it happens if it don't 
and then I was just thinking, if he doesn't get drafted, how is he going to handle? You know, that was my concern and everything. And I just, jeez, Lord Jesus, is he going to get drafted? I, we couldn't breathe no more. But the kids, everybody, they said that they weren't nervous because they already knew he was going to get drafted. But, you know, he was nervous. <laughs> so let's so talk they, about let's talk about that moment. I mean, you're handing out hot wings, talking to the news people in your house and everybody else, all your family members. And then all of a sudden you hear Courtney Lee, 22nd overall to the Orlando Magic. I didn't hear it. Everyone else heard it. They're screaming and jumping. I fell down to the ground. I'm like, what is it? What's going on? And then they said, Courtney Lee, again, number 22 to the Orlando Magic. And I thought I was dreaming. I'm like, what? Did he say Courtney Lee? <laughs> and Robert said, oh, my God, he got it. He got it. I told you he was going to get drafted and everything. So it was it was nice. I started crying and my mom was crying. You know, she's she's gone to glory as well. My um, brother, he was there. He's gone to glory right. to my dad. He's gone. So then my husband passed. So. But all these people were there to experience that beautiful oh, moment. Yes, it was. It was very, very nice. And so when he got drafted, he called me. He was crying. And then they came back home because the news people wanted to interview him. Right. And then he had on his President Obama shirt, T-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to forget that. <laughs> he was so happy. So that was a proud moment. I just was still in shock. I was in shock for like two weeks. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. So how was his transition now from, I mean, you know, Western Kentucky University now to the Orlando Magic? Well, what was his transition like over those few months? It was, he was just so hyped and excited, you know, again, meeting the players right. and everything that he saw play, you know, on yep. TV. He was, I mean, it just went smooth. You know, they even pranked him a whole lot as a rookie and everything. He was, he didn't care. He was so excited. They hid his car. And <laughs> he, he didn't care, but he did have an unfortunate incident he was broken into. And they stole his um, Xbox, a lot of tennis shoes, and a necklace and everything. So, but he was able to, uh, and his, um, his um, championship ring, his rings and stuff, they stole that, but he was able, you know, he got it back. Right. And one of the players who did some homework and was able to get some of his things back. So that was good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, your son went from playing, again, Western Kentucky to a rookie um, for the Lando Magic, and that was the year that they made the finals and they were playing against Kobe. So <laughs> they were playing the Lakers in the finals. Like, oh, my God. So tell me, were you at yeah. those games? And what was that like to attend those games? Uh, of course. And he know, started. Kobe Courtney started a couple of games. Yeah, he, he started a lot of games. Yeah. You know, Kobe was one of my favorite players until my son got into the league, him and Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Dr. J. And I love me some Dr. J. Oh, my God. I love Dr. J. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> You know, he said, Mom, I got to check Kobe. And he, they always put him on the hardest player mm-hmm. to guard and everything. 
And then everyone, well, you're not going to get close to Kobe because his entourage is not going to let you meet Kobe. I'm like, you don't know who I am. <laughs> I, I would, you know, so he was so excited. Everyone was so excited because everyone loved Kobe and everything. And to check him, he said, Mommy, I'm running constantly to keep up with him. You know, he's just good. Kobe's just good and everything. But I said, and you're good as well. You know, you did it for a rookie to guard a player yeah. like Kobe. Yeah. You're doing something right. Absolutely. But it was so funny when I'm when I met Kobe. He was really nice. We took pictures and we talked. And but they told me that I wasn't going to be able to get to him. I said, don't underestimate me and everything. <laughs> but yeah, but Courtney was so excited about playing in that you know championship until he missed that layup. <laughs> Yeah. Which at the time it broke his heart. But then when the photographer sent us pictures over and each angle of that shot, my husband said, That's goaltending. But Courtney's a rookie and that's Paul Casal. He wasn't gonna get that call. Yeah. I just wish he had it just went on and slammed it, but I know he wasn't <laughs> gonna do it because the contact. He's scared to get hit again, yeah, you know? Of course. I mean, it's hard despite despite what people think is hard when you're a player and you miss that winning shot or that layup or you mess up on a play. And, 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 and then the commercial about that shot, too. Uh, <laughs> an airline, it's an airline commercial. <laughs> when you just need to get away. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he he was sad for uh, for a while over that. But I, I showed him the picture. I said, that was uh, goaltending. But, you know, you wasn't going to get that call. You were rookie. You know, yes, but you did well. You, know, you you know, you got to move on. You can't change it. It's over with. You guys lost. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, then he got traded and he was thinking it was because he missed that shot. He got traded. I'm like, no, no, it's not because of that shot. So you well, know, he got he traded after that season. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, he got traded a few times within his career. So was there one team yeah that hit him harder than others? The first team. Really? I know. The man. It crushed him because he gelled with all of those players. And I loved them, too. They were so nice. And the whole organization was just a family-oriented, you know. Yeah. It was just – and it crushed him. When he got the call, he was at my house. He had came home, and he was on the computer – and it came across before he got the phone call. It was on, on, on the it was on the computer, and it his whole demeanor just changed. I mean, he was crushed, and I'm like, cheer up, cheer up. And then you know, everyone else was telling him it's a business. You're gonna do well and everything. But that is the worst, you know. What I mean, as a player, you know, you're sitting there and you find out. But not he had to go to the. the he had to go to the Nets. Yeah, the New Jersey. Nets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the magic playing in the finals to the Nets, the, the worst record yep. in the league. <laughs> the at time. The time. <laughs> <sighs> he was devastated, but again, everyone was talking with him. His old teammates, Rashard Lewis. Oh, I love Rashard, Jameer Nelson, the white. Everybody was, mm-hmm. you know, talking with him in Turkaloo. And then Van Gundy. And Gundy was really good to my son. Yeah, but being traded is part of the sport, right? 
But then after that first sting, he didn't even care. He said, I'm still going to get paid. No, I'm just going to say, <laughs> <laughs> he said, no matter what team. It's a, it's a job. It's a job. As long as I'm working, I don't care. I said, yeah. that's the spirit. That's Amen. what you have to look at and take it personal. It's as long business. as you're in the league, eh? As long as you're in the league and keeping yourself in the league, that's all that matters. Yeah. So I, and I told him, just, just, just keep playing and stay healthy. And well, do what you're supposed to do. You have a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, he played for the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, under the direction of Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's my second. <laughs> <laughs> so how is that like playing for someone who everybody considers their idol? Look, this is him. <laughs> All 32s. He just looked up to him. He was just so pleased and then just couldn't believe it and everything. And I'm like, why can't you? I mean, he's just human. He's just an awesome ball player, but he's just, he's, to me, he's no better than you. That's what I used to tell my son, you know. Did you get to meet but him? He's in, um, yeah. Oh my, <laughs> I met Michael Jordan in, in Las Vegas years ago. And then I met him. Then he was at Indiana. His son played uh, my nephew's school mm-hmm. at, when they were in high were in high school so but it was still awesome because I like you know the man is just awesome in basketball you know but yeah my son he still talks about Michael Jordan you know he was just every every time (laughs) (laughs) Michael Michael Jordan that yeah he was on cloud nine and all and Charlotte was nice too yeah family oriented I really liked Charlotte as well those were my two favorite teams from the magic, the harness. Mm-hmm. No, in Memphis. I like Memphis, too. Oh, okay. Well, I consider you a seasoned mom because you were able to, I mean, meet a lot of parents, a lot of team members, a lot of staff because your son played on so many teams. So did mm-hmm. you, uh, let's talk about some of the, the blessings that you encountered by meeting all of these people. Oh, yes. My, um, biggest blessing is meeting Bill Russell, Kareem, Adu Jabbar, Dominique Wilkes. Oh, it's Wilkins. Old me. school, yeah. Well, it, was, it was just so many. You know, I'm an old school for life. You know, that's when basketball was really basketball. Yeah, when it was real. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't whine. You know, they played and, and, and everything, but Oh my God! And and to travel to many cities that you know I wouldn't have been interested in going. And also, I love New York. Their organization they were really sweet, right? To me as well. During the time of my husband's passing, um, just meeting a host of different moms, players. You know the kids. I love I love kids, and you know the kids and everything. They respectful and. The many restaurants. Ooh, Lord. The good food. I love food. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the many blessings. And 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 just seeing and just seeing my son out there on that floor playing and okay. doing, you know, doing well. Course, you know, because I'm his number one fan. That's it. Well now I'm his number two fan because his daughter is his number one fan, she says. <laughs> <London. laughs> number two. Gigi, you number two. I'm like, no, I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> How old is London? London is four. My little prince is London. It's four. Aww. 
Yes, her initials, LOL. Yes, yes. London Olivia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's absolutely Oh, adorable. she's a mess. I just love this. She's going to be something. She's in tennis lessons now, and she loves it. Loves it, loves it. I said, move over, Serena. Here, come London. <laughs> <laughs> How does she like going to daddy's games? Oh, my gosh. She loves it. She's a diva already. Because, <laughs> you know, she's in the front row. And then she has to run out and give her daddy a hug and a kiss before the game starts. And then halftime, yeah, she loves it. Yeah, she's a basketball child. (laughs) She's at uh, mostly all the games. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. I Mm -hmm. mean, she gets that opportunity. Not a lot of kids get that opportunity to see their their dad's play. She's a mask. (laughs) Well, I asked you before I brought the blessings. (laughs) Yes. uh, She's, um, they, um, her and her mom went down to Palm Beach uh-huh. over the weekend. And she, um, my daughter-in-law woke me up and uh, said, your granddaughter asked me, could she order room service? She wants some <laughs> chicken and waffles. I, Excellent. Oh, I'm through. I'm through. <laughs> yeah, order room service, mom. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> So you as a mom, like I was saying before, you 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 had a lot of blessings, but mm-hmm. now let's look at the flip side. Sometimes there's a lot of curses with being an NBA mom. So let's talk about that. Were there challenges that you had to face just because you were a mom? Well, with at the time coworkers, sometimes your family. Yeah, it can be rough. I'm telling you, yeah. it can be so rough. Yeah, they look at you differently. But yeah, huh? yeah, they look at you differently, and and then like my one boss at my job while I was still working, I worked at the hospital for thirty five over thirty five years. I worked. Yeah, and as long as he was in high school, the end toward the end of college, she started changing. So, like, the time that I needed off, she wouldn't approve. And so when Courtney Neal made it to the playoffs at his rookie year, she was giving me grief. Yeah. She wouldn't let me take off from work and says, no, I can't keep letting you go off, get off, and, and other people would like to take off at the same time. I said, well, the rule was if I gave you two weeks' notice and I have my time, you would approve it. Yeah, but people are complaining, which no one was complaining. Yeah. So I said, "Oh, okay." So I went over to over to the CEO, which he used to be the high school referee, and he loves sports. Matter of fact, he says, "Oh, you know, my brother is a pilot for Delta. You guys need tickets." He approved it. Whatever I want. <laughs> He even had TVs in the office, you know, when they were in the um, playoffs to watch the That's games. Awesome. She couldn't stand it. But, yeah, and then then the um, then cousins and relatives get upset because I'm his mom and my husband was his dad. And they expected to get tickets, the same tickets where I sat at. You're getting tickets to get into the game. You wouldn't have paid X, Y, Z for the seat. Right. So why are you going to I'm his mother. You can't sit where I sit sometimes, you know? So, yeah, you, you, you go through a lot of nonsense. Oh, yeah. 
But I, my neighbors used to treat me differently. And I don't understand because I used to tell them, I'm still living here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still here. I don't understand. And not me. I'm just little old me. I'm well, just, it. Oh, you know, I'm just little old me. I don't play basketball. You know what I mean? I, and yeah, it's, and, and you're right. It's, it's sad. Or sometimes you have those family members that expect, uh, and then some sort you of don't want to, you can't, you know, when you're excited about your son's accomplishments, I'm, a, I'm excited about all my children and all of their goals and accomplish, uh, accomplishments. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I want to brag. Did you see that shot? That one game, he got a double-double, his first double-double. I went instead. I'm like, look at him. He's doing awesome. Or if he buys me something, I wouldn't even carry half the purses. He... he because I didn't want to hear other people, you know. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to do that. No, you shouldn't. Because each and every one of my family members know the struggles that I went through. Yeah. You know, you should be happy. But you no, know, the little green-eyed monster gets some of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, I had people that were jealous when my son bought me um, a car. It yeah. was like, wow. It was incredible. I mean, I remember colleagues saying to me, I don't understand why you're late because you got a brand new car. I know. And I'm like, really? I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, yeah, nonsense. Yeah. I know because um, I was driving at the time a, a, a four door um, Cavalier. Mm-hmm. And I love that little car. I, I bought it and paid for it myself, you know? Yeah. Like, again, like I said, I'm, I was a single mom and I, that little car didn't take nothing to fill up and I loved it. Well, your son is in the NBA. Why don't he buy your car? I said, why don't your son buy you a car? (laughs) And then Courtney had, uh, um, because the Magic had a contract with Toyota. And I loved the, at the time, back then, I loved the Camry. I said, oh, I just love the Camry. Right. Mother's Day, big old bowl in the car. Camry in the driveway. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Well, why are you still working? Because I want to work. You know, it's just the little in the window remarks and everything. I'm like, cause I want to work. There's insurance. I have to have insurance, you right. know, and it's none of your business. And my mother said, why do you feed into them? You don't have to explain yourself. And then when I got the newer car, when he bought me um, a Jaguar SUV, uh, the F pace that just came out 2018, he bought it 2017 for my birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like Jesus. And then, you know, he uh, moved me to Florida because I lived in, in you know, we're right. from Indiana. And he surprised me. He called me one morning at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, why are you, you okay? Why are you calling me? He says, well, how would you like to move down to Orlando to be with your first grandchild? I'm like, is that really a question? Now, you know I want to be close to my first grandchild. Next thing I know, he was having a condo built. I have a four-bedroom condo. Nice. You deserve it, Mom. Yeah, but, you know, people don't understand that. And I'm like, wow. I know. People used to live through my son. I'm like, you're asking for things that I would never even dream of thinking to ask for. Or, you know what I mean? I would listen to the conversations and things that run through their minds. It's incredible. I know. It's like the element of surprises. You know, my son, he does a lot for a lot of people and everything. But when you be nasty and disrespectful, 
he's through with you. Yeah. You know, and everything. But I'm just, those are my blessings because out of a thousand dreams, I wouldn't have never thought that I would have a son in the That's NBA. Right. That's right. And, you know, when he played AAU and we would come down here for the tournament down at Disney Wide World of Sports. And when they had an off day, we would go to the beach, Clearwater. Mm-hmm. And we love the ocean. And he told me this. He said, Mom, one day we're going to live down here close to the beach. I'm going to buy you a house. And, and we did it. <laughs> I, I, I think about that all the time, all the time. And I'm like, wow. You know? Well, good for you. God is so good. Yes, he is you all know? the time. It's him, you know? Yes. You keep believing and keeping the faith and doing what's right. Right. So Courtney played for eight teams within his 12 years. He lived in various cities. I mean, Mm -hmm. Boston, Orlando, Memphis, um, New York, Houston, (laughs) and now Dallas. Oh, yes, that's right, Charlotte, and now Dallas. Uh Memphis, uh-huh. And which city do you think... Um, fans showed him more love or more fanatic energy? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Orlando, New York, uh, Memphis, um, Boston. I mean... Everywhere. Everywhere, (laughs) pretty much. You know, my, my son, you have to meet him to understand. He's just so humble. You wouldn't even think that he's in the NBA. Yeah. I noticed that. From his ID account. Yeah. Yeah, he's goofy. (laughs) He's he's just a a good hearted person. Yeah, I was looking at his. I tried, I did my best to knock it into him. (laughs) (laughs) As you know, I had my sons are giants, you know, so. Mm Well, now he's with the Mavs. Um, At this stage of his career, he has minimum minutes, but when he's on the court, he shows out. So what mm-hmm. fulfillment do you think he gets out of his current role? Well, you know, he's um, looking, he enjoys being a mentor to the younger, you know, mm-hmm. kids and everything. The, the guys is playing. Uh, any minutes he gets, he's, he's happy. He's, he's not, he's never complained. He really hasn't complained about anything. Yeah. But, it, you know, he's just happy. You know, and and he knows that he's older now, and he knows that he's not going to be able to get the minutes that he had before. Right. But you know, he's, he he loves being a mentor, a role player, or whatever. You know, he's a team player. He always been yeah. a team player. Well, he's that one on his team that have probably has the most longevity um, within the league. I mean, his team yeah. that he plays for now. I mean, the Mavs. They're they're, they're well, a young Dirk, team. Dirk, yeah, Dirk retired. Big That's Dirk. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Courtney is the uh, is the veteran on that team. Isn't that was, funny? Yeah. Thirty five, and he's the veteran. I'm yeah. like, get there, break. <laughs> 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 oh, I take that age any day. <laughs> I can't even remember thirty five. I'm like, what did I right, do? Girl. When I, was <laughs> I was traveling with AAU between my other two sons. Oh, yeah. You know, I was here and there. It was terrible because Courtney and my middle son, they were both in high school together. Mm-hmm. Well, no, when Courtney was in middle school, my son was playing, middle son was high school, and they would have a game on the same day. Oh. 
How do you and choose? I would have to do two hours here and two hours there. Yeah. I was going crazy. It was rough. But I, I made sure I showed up to all their games. So now let's talk about your faith, because you are a family of Christian faith. So how, as a mother, do you keep your child serving God when he goes out in the world um, with many non-believers? Well, you know, to me, it starts when they're little and still the Bible, you have to read. If you don't understand, you have to ask questions. You go to church, you go to Bible school, and a lot of prayers. Oh, my God. My my mom was a praying woman, my grandmother, my aunt, and my cousins, and my sister. We just prayed yeah. and everything. And then you go to church and everything. And, man, it's some, ooh, Lord, the things that some of those guys go through in the mm-hmm. NBA and the and the women, oh my God! Well, that's I why got, I was asking. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like does girl. he find it hard living his yeah, Christian values? You know, so many beautiful women in the world, but everything I tell him, everything that glitter is not gold. Well, there's beautiful Christian women too. Okay. True, <laughs> <laughs> because he's with one now. There you go. See, <laughs> and she he's with one now, and that's so true. But it's just. It's, it's, I just feel sorry for some of these guys because some of these men are just weak. You know, yeah. they see a pretty face, you know, mm-hmm. and the other, and they just fall, but they don't stand a chance. You know, they don't leave, these women don't leave nothing for the imaginative. You can be sexy without being disgusting, yeah. you know. And I told them everything that glitters is not gold. You better always protect yourself. You say no. You know, you got to stay out of trouble because, again, it's so easy to get into trouble and so hard to get out. And then, you know, I use different teammates. You see this situation? You don't want that situation. So you better be smart. If you had one word to describe Courtney as as a son, what's that word? Oh, I'm going to say loving. It's it's plenty more that I can say, but no, you he get one. is, he's, he's a love <laughs> Yeah, he's a love, he's a love son. All right, a father. He is. Uh, one word, let me see, what would be that word? He is just overjoyed. Oh. London is his light, you know what yes. I'm saying? It's, yes. You just, if you had seen him when she first came into the world, I was just like, I was just, <laughs> you know they they had um given um London the bath and everything. He went back there and gave his daughter another bath. Put on cuz he told me he said, "Mom, we're not going to put her on bling and glitter and glitz cuz you know I love the bling." And the outfit that we had on her was pink and gl- with the bling it was just so pretty. <laughs> he was dressing her and I, all the nurses and doctors, they taking pictures and everything. He, I mean, he just held her just like this. And then he did the, you know, the oh, African. The, the African. African. I think it's yes, something about he, uh, fathers and their daughters, though. You know, it just makes yeah. me proud. Yeah, he, I mean, London is his light, you know? Oh, that's beautiful. And they say prayers and when he's on the road or whatever, every night. They FaceTime and they say a prayer together. She prays for her father. I mean, 
they just two peas in a pod. That's what they are. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> beautiful. And lastly, yeah. one word to describe him as a player. Awesome. Love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> okay, Tier. We would like awesome. to know our last question to you is what advice would you as a mom give to another mom to an up-and-coming basketball player? Listen to your son. Find out all the information possible. Um, do your homework because, again, people will say any and everything to get your child to sign right. with, with them. Do your homework. Ask the tough questions. That would be my advice. That is awesome advice. Um, I've lived through that too. We're living through it. So you, 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 you hit the nail right on the head. There's so much that parents nowadays have to ask. Yeah, you have to ask those tough questions. Don't be afraid to ask. And don't be afraid. Yeah. Because, honey, woo, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. <laughs> don't want, that was the, the worst part of it. You know, every time I watch ESPN's uh, 30 for 30 broke, I always... <laughs> Oh, I said, I always said I want my kid as you know me on part two. So, right, you have to be (laughs) smart and everything, and you really have to keep the lines of communication open with your child because, like you said, 30 30 broke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) you saw you saw that one player, I'm not going to mention his name. Oh, yeah, we've seen it. And that's a club that we don't want it. Yes, yes. Oh, before we go, I love Mark Cuban. Oh, my God, I do too. I do too. And, you know, that's why, you know, my son, that's why I say to know my son, you wouldn't think he's in the NBA. You know, you need just only one car. You don't need a fleet of cars. You yeah. know, some players got 50 and 30 cars. I'm yeah. like, you can drive one at a time, yeah. you know. That's true. That doesn't make any sense. No, I love Mark Cuban. I love what he stands for. So, I mean, I was happy to see he that. A lot of people. He did. Or he still does. Yeah. He still, he helps a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. I watch him on, um, what is it, Shark Dragon's Tank or Den. Dragon's Den? One of them. Is it Dragon's yeah. Den? Yeah. Shark, Shark Tank. Shark, Shark Tank, Tank. Yeah. yeah. And I watch that show religiously. And the funny thing about it, I always miss the beginning when they introduce the people mm-hmm. and who they are. So I always knew him mm-hmm. as Mark Cuban. And only mm-hmm. after, like, three years do I realize, I'm like, what? Wait, hold on. That was Mavs. Oh, I was goodness. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, he was the owner of the Dallas Mavs. What a fantastic human being! So for me, I was yeah. just took a liking to him from the show, mm-hmm, and then finding mm-hmm. out now, you know what I mean? That well, after that, you know what I mean that he's right. the, the Dallas Mavs, and just looking at all the things that he's been doing for his players and 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 the community, and just right. for Dallas, especially during COVID. I mean, I, oh, oh my god, yeah, what a human being! So hopefully, COVID will leave now after January. When 45 leaves, he's going to take COVID with him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope that, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other talk show. And I wish you luck with all that in the the U.S. and be safe. You too. You as well with that gorgeous smile. Oh, thank you. Well, you ladies have a great rest of your day. I enjoy myself again. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank you. you, We'll talk soon. Join me and Steph every week on Courtside Moms, where you get a courtside seat outside of the arena. Thanks for joining us. 
Subscribe and listen for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.